there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. co-host ryan hey guys welcome <laughs> back to alluring our folklore podcast where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world well you got rusty there for a second we did <laughs> we, we had a little uh we had a little break uh an unplanned break but we're back hell yeah sometimes i feel like that's just how it ends up working out too yeah <laughs> Like, sometimes we get, like, an extra week because we do the bi-monthly mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how... There's so many podcasts that do, like, new episodes every week, and I'm like, that must be all you do. Yeah. Dude. I'd love to. Oh. Yeah. One day, we will We will dream. We will get there. But while we are dreaming, do you want to tell me what you found alluring this week? Uh, yeah, and... But it's also kind of a plug for our stuff. But we got, new, <laughs> I got a new hat that is, is it in the store now? But I don't know if it's in the store. Yes, but it's in the store. I think I still need to format the store yeah. just a little bit. I saw that there was <laughs> an there. option for corduroy hats from our uh, merch supplier. And I was so freaking excited. I like made my own before, um, we actually made it a product, and I'm never taking it off. <laughs> it looks fresh. It looks yeah. clean. It looks so nice. <laughs> like, yes, it is a plug, but also, like, I would just be happy if it was a corduroy hat, period. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm in the world. Well, I'm surprised I like the green so much, to be yeah, completely honest. It looks good. It's off brand, but it looks good. Hey, we can we can rock the foresty stuff. I'll do it with some fall things. It'll yeah. like all work out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I'm actually really happy. I'm not a big hat person, but I was like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe oh. I need a hat for when I go hiking. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hat person. I, I I feel like I have nice hair, but hats are just so much easier. You just throw one on, and you yeah. just go. You're, you're Man, good, I have you know I have bangs. They just like stick to my forehead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would. I wish I was more of a hat person. Yeah. But it it is okay. <laughs> what did uh What did you find alluring this week? Oh my god. Okay. I have a thing to show. Oh. You can hear the sounds of it beckoning in the background. Damn. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to see my alluring thing, 
Um, if you are not here with our live stream, hey, all the people part of our live stream, Hello. you guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but if you guys want to see this, come check us out on YouTube. Uh, if you want early access to this episode before it's released, join us on Patreon. If not, this will be released the day that the audio version is. So come check it out. But anyway, um, my tale to what I'm going to show is three months ago, I lost my Apple pen and my world shattered around me. Mm -hmm, I recall. Because <laughs> Ryan remembers very well <laughs> because... There's a thing, like, when you have all your hobbies, I think I talked about before, you should really spread them out. Mines were all drawing on my tablet, and I lost my Apple Pen, and I kind of got real sad potato for a minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my sweet boyfriend was like, let's just get one. And I was like, you're so sweet, and I know you'll get one for me, but that's not the problem. <laughs> The problem is there's a brownie in my house that's fucking with me and he's taken my shit and he's taken my pen and it's too far this time and I still have not found it. So I don't know what that brownie's doing with it. I am pissed. I am upset still that I haven't found it because it was just a good enough meal for him or her to oh get it back. Son of a bitch. I, I remember there was one day I was so upset. I like left out a piece of cake. <laughs> just like, in case. <laughs> just in case. I was like, just give it back. Like, I was so distraught. Yeah. Anyway, the brownie has defeated me. It laughs in my walls and cleans my kitchen. And so, as a rebuttal, I spent the last three months learning how to cross-stitch. Nice. And I have made this jackalope. Well, this jackalope jacket. Oh, that looks good. Hell yeah. You go down just a little? Oh, oh. Right there, yeah. There we go. Wow. Look at that. I like... Is it a jean jacket? All of it. It's a jean jacket. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So this is my... Me smiting the brownie in my yeah, house. <laughs> it's a three-month-long project. I'd say I want one, but I don't want you to spend three months making me. <laughs> I will not. Listen, I love you. It's I will not do this for you. <laughs> That's awesome, I, though. Everyone I've shown is like, how much is it to make? And I'm like, you cannot pay me to pick up another damn needle. Because like, I've <laughs> never... never I draw and I paint all the time. And when I draw and paint, I'm actually very light. Like, yeah. with my strokes. Yeah. So, I don't have to wear, like, the hand brace you see a lot of, like, hipster artists wearing. Yeah. And I was doing this damn project, and I was like, why does my hand hurt? I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And it may have been because I was angry as I was making it, because of the stupid brownie in my house. I don't know. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of feelings. But now I got a new jean jacket, and it's cool because these fabric are even from India, like an oh. Etsy seller. She's in India and she, like, ships these. So, anyway. And it relates to this week's yeah. episode, too. Is that, a, is that your bunny bouncing around in the background? Or is that a... Or is that this week's uh, legend? Cue campfire sound. Back in Wyoming, on the Teton South Slope, we saw some wild critters that resembled antelope. They hopped and ran 
and almost could fly. You'd miss the fast critters if you blink an eye. My pappy and me were out on a hunt. When a blizzard hit, they're ahead of this front. We followed behind them as they led the way out of that snowstorm as I remember that day. We called them jackalopes, my pappy and me, God's funniest looking creatures you ever would see. Oh my God. I love, I love the, the little Southern. <laughs> Second, I, what are we talking about? Oh my goodness. I, I'm so excited for all the Western cowboy to come out in this. <laughs> I was like, I like prayed to the universe. I'm like, Ryan, please just like have Ryan do some cowboy shit. Because <laughs> it would make my heart so happy. All right, everybody. With camping season just around the corner, it's important to be aware of all the different creatures you can encounter. From squirrels to wolves to bears to birds, there is one deadly critter known to roam in groups and linger around campfires at night. These mischievous critters are products of the Old West, and we we love them. And as much as we love them, they love to cause mischief. They are known to be very aggressive despite their adorable appearance. But don't worry, they only attack when provoked. And if you want to change the slide... You're the wrong way, but it's okay. <laughs> there you go. No, 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 it's fine. There it is. <laughs> I forget the camera flips it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. That was to the actual jackalope yeah. in my house. <laughs> so this week we are talking about jackalopes. This cryptid became popular and found its home in Douglas, Wyoming around the 1930s. Since then, locals have fallen in love with this adorable jackrabbit-like cryptid and warn tourists of how dangerous they really are. And a fun thing about this picture, um, I had a great time. I did a live with the Moth Boys, uh, with Moth Boy Matt, just a few days ago, and I made this jackalope drink. So if you guys want a good screwdriver recipe, um, it is on our Instagram page. But I'll send it to you if you don't have access to it. Just let me know. I got you. And I have a mocktail version of it that's also really good. You just want to so. say what it is for the for the audio listener? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Audio listeners, you guys are, are core. I, I apologize. <laughs> um, it is or, it's a screwdriver done right. So it's orange juice, vodka, raspberry, lacroix. Is that right? I think it's LaCroix, but you know. LaCroix, raspberry LaCroix, and then you put like a slice of orange in it, blood orange, and a little bit of thyme. Mm. That sounds you are, good. It's, it's like, it, I don't know, it makes me feel like Arizona inside. Yeah. And I made it myself, and I am quite proud of it, yeah. so. Yeah, that's a good little summer drink. Yeah, so you can enjoy it. You probably have all the stuff in your kitchen, minus the blood orange, to make it right now. So I do. Ha- I have a blood orange in my <gasps> kitchen right now. I just got one. Well, guess what you got to make tonight mm-hmm. is a screwdriver done right. I'll do it, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's payday, so it's celebration day. You know? Hell yeah. yeah. That'll be the good one. Well, 
Now, do you have a lovely little sighting or encounter so about got, these creatures? Today I got a poem, a sighting, and something that I don't want to spoil. So, Ooh, okay. This one, another quick little poem. Let me just uh, head back to the south. Mm. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I was. I, I it was a jackalope. Put... It was a jackalope. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. It's in Kimmy's house, <laughs> next to her doppelganger. Oh, anyway. stop, get out of here. I, I had to I sage my house after that episode. <laughs> Don't even start with me. <laughs> Not long ago, a friend of mine, known to imbibe from time to time, swore to me it was no joke. My friend had killed a jackalope. A terrible curse to these parts known. Half hair, half buck, with horns full grown. The menace crouched in the full moonlight, snorting, growling, filled with fight. It shook its horns and screeched a wail, bared sharp teeth and slashed sharp nails. Its buckhorn lowered to inflict sure death. He closed his eyes and breathed last breath. <laughs> then in a desperate grasp for life, he pulled his lucky pocket knife. And in that second, the loping flight was sliced wide open. Just cut, cut just right. Don't fuck with the jackalope. Now this beast, most surely dead, hangs on the wall, but just his head. And though this monster proof be real, soft fur, slick horns, as honed as steel, he dare not tell the world his tale out of fear of being sent straight to jail. For despite the terror of this here story, it was killed in a wildlife sanctuary. <laughs> So if you want him to recall his fight, just meet him on the moon, meet him on a moonlit night, and after a gin, offer him a smoke, then he'll tell you, a jackalope ain't no joke. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay. That was a lovely poem by uh, Jace Loring. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I uh, loved every second. Yeah. Especially the wildlife sanctuary. Yeah, make sure if a jackalope attacks you, you're not on a wildlife sanctuary so you can fight back. That's um, amazing. Yeah. So uh, this next one is a very important press release by the Washington State Park Authority. Um, okay. Visitors to Washington State Park. This is from 2016. Visitors okay. to Washington State Park have reported witnessing herds of jackalope grazing and hopping through the eastern side of the state. Known for their aggressive tendencies, park visitors are advised to keep a safe distance from these animals and to report sightings to the park ranger. <laughs> Sorry. Was that the park ranger? <laughs> yeah, the, the park ranger's allergic to jackalopes. <laughs> their diets include the following. Dandelions, huckleberries, hot dogs, and s'mores. These agile, opportunistic, and crude animals have the ability to mimic campground chatter and will attack if cornered or provoked. Also known as the warrior rabbit, this antler species of rabbit comes out of hibernation in early spring. Again, this is the official Washington State Park Authority, everybody. Um, native to the West, jackalopes are most commonly sighted in the state of Colorado, Wyoming, and Nebraska, in the towns of Douglas, Wyoming, has declared itself to be the state capital. Oh, sorry, the 
just the capital, not the state capital, the capital of America for the first jackalope uh, encountered by John Coulter in 1829. Hopefully that lines up with Kimmy's uh, story. But uh, <laughs> recent sightings like that of April Pools Day at Riverside State Park have indicated increasing populations in the Columbia Plateau. The Washington State Park Foundation received several reportings of jackalope sightings last spring at Steamboat Rock, Riverside, and Steptoe Butte State Park. And according to reports, jackalopes are very shy unless approached. If you encounter a jackalope unexpectedly, quickly fall to the ground, remain calm, and hum the Roy Rogers song, Happy Trails to You. So it's some serious business. April 1st, 2016, the jackalopes came to the real world. Thank goodness I, April Fools was there to uh to spot them. I was I was going to say you had me for mm-hmm. a good minute and then I saw the April Fools P Yeah, 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 April P-H-O-O-L's, April Pools Day is her name. So <laughs> she's a first-hand encounter. I, I just absolutely adore the fact that these creatures, like, people want to see them so bad that they wrote a mock article on their website. Mock article? <laughs> No, this is 100% serious. <laughs> yeah. And in case anyone doesn't know, Happy Trails by Roy Rogers is the one that's like, Happy Trails to you. <laughs> so just in case you encounter a jackalope in Colorado, that's the plan. That's exactly how you have to sing it. Too. Yeah, you kind of like, like say the first, first part and then kind of like forget the rest because it's a song from forever ago, yeah. Uh, you're probably avoiding like anything that may have been really problematic too just singing the first few words and humming out the rest most likely most likely (laughs) so moving on Kimmy have you ever wanted to ride a jackalope um with every ounce of my being (laughs) I have good news in the town of Du Bois Wyoming there is a giant jackalope. Um, you may be able to see it now. Um, it is large. It's clearly real. The jackalope stands about seven to eight feet tall. Um, it's claimed to be a photo op, but I mean, clearly, as you can see, this is a very realistic jackalope. Definitely not a, an elk with the rabbit ears. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, you can saddle this bad boy up. Uh, you got an American flag in the background. Uh, there's some rabbit poop there on the bottom that you can see the size of melons. So they really wanted to give you the full experience of the jackalope. Um, so we're going to be taking a road trip here pretty soon, hopefully. Um, <laughs> it was about to follow up. I'm like, uh, podcast road trip? <laughs> Just <laughs> so... So far, I've been passively making a list of 
things we need to do. Mm-hmm. One day we will do a live a live show thing, and we will do an alluring tour, alluring campgrounds, RV tour. Figure it out, branding, whatever. When time comes, yeah, we'll anyway. I like. I want to ride the jackalope, and I want to touch Mothman's butt on the statue, mm-hmm. and and those are definitely. I just started this. Those are the two I have for I sure. So want to go to Loveland and try and see a frog. Yes. Maybe do some <laughs> squats with them. <laughs> you want to take your workout gear and squat with a professional mm. <laughs> by the street. Uh, I don't know what know. we're talking about. Please check out the Loveland Frog episode. Homeboys thick. <laughs> the- Caked up on a Thursday afternoon for no reason. No, we we need to do. I don't know. When I get six more hours of my day, I'll make an alluring bucket list. It will be all the little things we have to hit and do because this is a thousand percent one of them. I will pay fifty dollars to take a picture of that thing right there. (laughs) Easy, (laughs) take my money. Oh, you know where else you people can give money to? <laughs> this here ad. When exploring the forest and foraging for mushrooms, it can be extremely difficult to tell whether a mushroom is poisonous, safe to consume, or part of a fairy ring that will end up trapping you in the fey realm forever. So before you go harvesting these adorable little fungi, and you know, possibly becoming a face servant for the rest of your life, you should head over to Skillshare. Skillshare has thousands of hands-on creative classes you can explore for pretty much anything, from mushroom hunting to making a hearty forged forest stew, or even painting an adorable mushroom, Skillshare has it all. They also have a collection of teachers who are experts, pros, and industry icons, and they are all excited to share their wisdom, experience, and trusted techniques with you so you can learn from creators all around the world right in the comfort of your own home. And whether you're a beginner or pro, looking for a new hobby, or wanting to take your creative career to the next level, Skillshare has the inspiration and classes to help you accomplish your goals. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free one-month trial of Skillshare. So what are you waiting for? Join Skillshare today by going to Skillshare.com eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on the Skillshare banner. Again, that's skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner to get that one month free trial of Skillshare today. Hey baddies, welcome to Bats on the Brain podcast with me, your host, Nikki Hawkins. Join me every other Friday as we talk about all things paranormal, spooky, and even a little bit batty. We're going to get into things such as urban legends, cryptids, and my personal favorite, haunted places. We're also going to be talking about our own spooky truths, such as spooky traditions, personal experiences, 
And we're even diving into the realm of horror movies and things of that spooky nature. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get spooked. Thoughts on the Brain podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. See you soon, baddies. We're back. Oh, we're back. We're so back. I have I have delayed end, so yeah, I wait sorry, for Ryan I to, to. I forgot to give a countdown, but we're back. Hello, everyone. It was a very <laughs> unexpected. Woo. <laughs> well, now that we're back, oh, now it is it is my turn. So welcome back, campers. Hope you enjoyed that little break. Um, we are figuring out Mothman's voice. He is going through his ritual mating season so there is a lot of changes in how he sounds <laughs> so please be patient as should we do a he... fan entered if you i'm just gonna do it if you think okay. you know what mothman sounds like send us a, in discord or email or whatever a, a short little voice snippet um and i would love to get somebody else's voice on mothman because clearly, we're not cut out for it. <laughs> oh my god, that actually okay. We're gonna go on. We're gonna derail for like two seconds mm-hmm. here. I support it a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I will give you a Mothman shirt, there we go. and you and you can help us with a mm-hmm. few things. So you're supporting the show, and you get to be the voice of Mothman. Yeah, it's a win-win. Uh, Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Yeah, join our Discord. Send that over to us. Um, don't you don't need to write it down. I got you. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Ryan's so going. let's learn about uh, the possible origins, huh? Yes. Okay. So even though the name was originally created in Douglas, Wyoming, jackalopes aren't just an American phenomenon. Legends of these dangerous creatures date back several centuries and can be found in Huchul mythology german lore sweden lore just a little bit all around the world just like sprinkled kind of thing um the popularity of this creature even led to conrad gessner adding the horned rabbit to a zoology book with documents of evidence in the 16th century which led to even more written documentation about it as time went on so I was able to find a few different legends that played a major role in shaping the modern-day jackalope. So here are the three I found. And let's see how this name game journey goes with it. I am very excited to hear how you pronounce these next three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, section two is going to be a fun one. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the first one is the Monobozo, which is known as a rabbit deity from Native American folklore. So it's known to be a devious trickster and a fierce fighter that went out of his way to protect his family at all costs. Um, it was recognized for many for the great deeds he did, but most importantly is during his life he would create useful medical information that helped benefit mankind. That will play into more of the stuff later. Okay. But So just passively keep that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Okay, this next one. The Antilopit, also known as the Lepus Temperamentalis. Can I, can, I, can I try on that word? 
Oh, please. I'm going to guess Antelabbit. Oh, that sounds so An antelope, much better. Antelope Rabbit. That's just a guess. I'm... <laughs> Antelabbit. Jesus fucking Christ. You know that scene in Drake and Josh where <laughs> he's on the computer and he's like, this, the only place this comes from is South America. And Josh looks at him and he's like, South America. That's what I feel just happened. <laughs> right this next word, though, is anyone's guess. I got no idea. Yeah, Lepis temperament. Or whatever. Yeah. So that is a mythological warrior from North American folklore as well. And then finally, this one is from German folktale, and it's the Wappeltinger. And it's a shy creature that usually has a rabbit's head and antler or like deer antlers. I don't know why I said antlers or deer antlers. They have antlers yeah. <laughs> that are deer ish. Or, oh, antelope. That's antelope. what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, and this creature is the product of a hare and a roebuck that fell in Aww. love. So, however that works, it worked. Love finds a way. <laughs> love finds a way, even though nature fights against it every, okay. every second. So, the legend of the horned rabbit was part of many different legends for centuries, but it wasn't until two hunters got a bit creative that the name jackalope became the universal term we use today. So, <laughs> this next slide. I, for some reason, I, I don't really care for taxidermy <laughs> stuff. I love this. It's and I smile. That's why I love it. Like... <laughs> I'm I'm a very like cremation based person yeah. and a part of me is like when Luma passes away, should I make her a jackalope? Yeah. It's kinda just like shrugging, you know, it's like yeah. It's like mm. it's like you may have caught me, but I look good, don't I? Like it's yeah. the cutest that thing is a ever. Rabbit. Oh my gosh. I I love everything about it. I was looking at like rabbit jackalope mounts and they're all just kind of adorable yeah <laughs> but let me explain the story of the picture so in the 1930s douglas and ralph hedrick of douglas wyoming came home after a very successful rabbit hunt when the two brothers returned home they were in a rush to eat and tossed the jack rabbit's carcass up against the wall in their taxidermy shop noticing and under a pair of antlers, the brothers laughed and thought it would be hilarious to mount the two together. What the brothers didn't know is this would become the image of the modern-day jackalope. So, soon after the creation came to life, they met Roy Ball, who fell in love with this taxidermy creation and purchased it for $10. Now, if you are wondering how much it is, I wasn't going to tell you guys until i realized it was 169 dollars nice. so yeah <laughs> so just i just want you guys to know that a jackalope now costs 169 well this one probably costs a lot more than 160 right. i think it's saying 10 dollars back then yes is yeah oof yes How much so is the it first now? one they made yeah, it was ten bucks. <laughs> How much do you think <laughs> I could buy one... a jackalope for? 
169. 100%. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think, I can't remember. I was looking on Etsy and there's a lot of people that do like art felt versions of them that were yeah, really cute. cute. And I was like, ooh, I need one of those in my life. So I yeah. may buy a mini jackalope. You think that would scare your bunny? Oh, it would be like, nothing. what the hell is that? Has she seen the jackalope? She, okay, I have this like rabbit skeleton mm-hmm. that's like bigger than hers. And like, whenever I pull it out for Halloween, she'll go and she'll like chill by it. And I'll, and I All used right. to have another rabbit, okay, and he passed away just. He, he like, just some weird thing. Like, he just, one night, his little heart just couldn't keep up with him, you know? Yeah. And he was a baby. So the doctor was like, you have nothing you could do. But anyway, she, he loved her to death. Like, he saw her, and he saw the moon and stars and the universe <laughs> collide into beautiful creation. And Luma looked at him like nice. Like, she just could care less about him. And it was the funniest thing That's ever, hilarious. like... She would like leave, so he would leave her alone, and he'd come and lay right on her. Uh, and he was super cuddly, super lovey, and she could she's give. Like, Ugh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I got him because I was like, oh, she would need a companion, and I did all the research. Yeah. I talked to the breeder. I got her from all this stuff, and she's just like a solo buddy. <laughs> uh, she fears nothing. Zone. Oh, a thousand percent. It, it was it was so sad. He wanted her love so bad that she could care less. It was, it was hilarious, though. And, like, she fears nothing. We go to my parents' house. I put a gate up so, like, the dogs don't get to her. Mm-hmm. She'll lay right on the gate and, like, look at them, like, square in the eyes. Like, do it. The fates. She, she fears nothing. This is the bravest bunny I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> Anyway, so, where were we? <laughs> anyway, I think she'd be just fine. Yeah. So Roy Ball took his version that he got, hung it in the lobby of the La Bonita Hotel in Douglas, Wyoming. And this strange piece drew in many visitors and quickly became the focus of the tourist industry in the area. So, so <laughs> didn't take much to become a uh, tourist hotspot back in... Uh, <laughs> Back in 1930, apparently. <laughs> well, but there's not a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> but so seeing a surprisingly high market for these creations, the brothers created more of these bad boys. They even went as far as saying that they were found in early Europe and could be seen in paintings and such as the illustrator Joris Hofnagler's print... Plate 47, a hare, jackalope, a rabbit, and spotted squirrel from 1575 to 1580. And I think that was the first picture you Yeah, that was the image on my slide. Um, So that was the very first one in our PowerPoint. And they expanded on this lore by even bringing Buddha into it, saying he briefly mentioned the horned creature in his war. That's hilarious. (laughs) So not only were the brothers hard at work with these legends to help boost up sales, right? But Roy Ball was also in on it. So he spoke about his first encounter with the jackalope in 1829 while tramping in the woods. Um... (sighs) Trapping, not tramping. Trapping in the woods. <laughs> and 
So, the, and then he says he saw the brother's creation and then he had to have it because of that sighting. But it is hard to believe if he really did see one when hunting. But one thing's for sure, the tourist loved it. So though the Hedrick brothers created these Frankenstein-like taxidermy creations, legends of lore of it have been around for centuries, and thanks to them, the word jackalope quickly stuck and is still used to this very day to describe these dangerously adorable creatures. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what better place to start than with how adorable these creatures are? The jackalope is described as a mix of your run-of-the-mill jackrabbit with deer or antelope antlers. The antlers in earlier lore started small, but as time went on, they quickly became about the same size of its body. (laughs) So a little exaggeration. Um, (laughs) Just like a jackrabbit, there are typical shades of brown, some found with an otter fur pattern, which means they have white tummies, feet, and their tails are white, so they got little cotton tails going on. And and then the more fantasy style of these creatures, they appear albino, where they have the white fur and the red eyes. Now, Ryan. Yes. (laughs) I want to ask you how big you think the jackalope is. And I want you to keep in mind, my rabbit is a Holland dwarf. So she is actually a small version of a rabbit. just based off of my um, seven to eight foot tall photo I had of a real jackalope, I'm going to go with they're about eight feet tall. Yep. Is that right? I, I am. I was hoping you wouldn't find anything about that. <laughs> I did my just... research, Kimmy. And I could just shatter your world because I vocally gasp and my coworker was walking by she's like you good because i have my own office and i'm like oh yeah i'm fine they can get to the size of a full-grown horse yeah they can look at it it's real i it's the most hate... realistic jackalope i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> I... oh my lord i Luma is terrified. Like, there's a reason she's, like, this big and she was created this big. I cannot imagine the pure chaos that would ensue upon this world if she was the size of a horse. I don't know. Horses also don't like me. They knew I was a dolphin girl when I was little. And, like, there's some weird, like, anger blood pack that they've... I think we had a whole conversation about this in the previous episode. Neither of us. Horses don't like either of us. Uh uh-uh. uh. So I don't like the fact a jackalope can get to the size of one of them because I feel there's some bloodline tension from years and years ago that yeah. would like interfere with that and make them hate me or loathe me even more. <laughs> oh, well, now that you know how big and terrifying these creatures are, <laughs> let's know. Let's shift gears to what makes them dangerous. So. <laughs> You changed the slide. <laughs> Much like the rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> these adorable creatures are very aggressive and are known to attack on sight. So typically, the creature plays the defensive role and will run away from its attacker so quickly only a dust cloud can see be seen behind it. But when the jackalope is being hunted, <laughs> they will face their hunter head on. And just okay. like this photo... 
<laughs> That's the moment the hunter becomes the hunted. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in any movie. Is the killer rabbit in the Holy Grail. It's just a I... rabbit. What's it going to do? And it just tears them apart. I didn't see this movie till my senior year in high school. Yeah. And I did not know what I was signing up for <laughs> at all. And this scene was a disturbing core memory because before chaos ensued, I said, oh, that is the cutest bunny I ever did see. I would love to just like snuggle it and everyone I was watching with was just like just give her a minute (laughs) so like this chaotic rabbit (laughs) when attacking the jackalope uses their massive antlers and goes straight for the legs goring them out and eating their victims or leaving them full of gouge marks to remind others not to mess with them Um, this was actually such a big concern that lumberjacks in the areas would start wearing stovepipes on their legs as a mean of protection. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then the most unsettling thing to me about the jackalopes is its ability to understand human language. Much like a parrot, it will repeat simple phrases it hears. It is also known to carry a tune. They love sitting around campfires and... When the cow herders in the old wild west would sing right before turning into bed, the jackalopes would eerily echo the songs back to them, reminding the cowboys of the old west that they were never truly alone. <laughs> Is that a threat mm. or supposed to be comforting? <laughs> mm, I think it's more of like a, a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, one. maybe it's like a. <laughs> Maybe they're really just trying to have a good time, but I think they're kind of like, I'm going to sing, but you're going to be scared about it kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then finally, <laughs> fun fact, um, you can milk a jackalope. <laughs> now. <laughs> should, um, should you? <laughs> Yeah, that's my next thing is now you may be asking, why should I milk a I, I was thinking just that. <laughs> well, the milk of female jackalopes is known to contain magical medicine properties oh. that are extremely valuable and can cure most illnesses. <laughs> Their milk is also known as an aphrodisiac, so you can, by some luck, chase one down and capture one. You may partake in the forbidden milk. <laughs> Can you not say that ever again? <laughs> partake in the forbidden. I didn't like that sentence at all. I I spent so long figuring out how to write that, so it made you just as uncomfortable partake. as me researching. Chase down the jackalope and partake in the forbidden milk. I want to make a shirt. That has the jackalope as a furry. That's it. No. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. This is the last episode I will be on. Um, I don't know if Kimmy's gonna keep going, but see y'all later. (laughs) Anyway, I hated every Mm -hmm. ounce of that. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad you got to suffer. Me too, me too.
sorry, you guys. I need a minute. That, that got me real good. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's for that's for the squat frogman and double ganger mirror thing you put me through. <laughs> We're square now. So okay. <laughs> I'm just. I almost drew the illustration this week too. Oh where no. It was Forbidden milk. (laughs) Just because I hated it so much. But it's fine. I did it. It's just something delightful. So now we're going to shift gears. (laughs) So, you know, it's not a popular mythical creature if there isn't some ounce of doubt. So I'm going to ask you, Ryan. Okay. I need to make it like. Is it the Catholic Church or science segment or okay. something? Well, Which one do you think? Well, it wouldn't be an alluring episode without the Catholic Church. That's fair. <laughs> so is that... So between Catholic Church and science, who do you think has an opinion on why these creatures are here? I feel like since it's a horned creature, it's going to be the Catholic Church. Oh. Well, <laughs> That's my... That's my... Oh. So, actually, it is science this time. So you're going to change the slide, and I absolutely hate this image, so we're going to zoom right past this. Um, There is a virus called Shopi papilloma, which causes the growth of horns and antler-like tumors in various places on the rabbit's head and body. It's common in cottontail rabbits or domestic rabbits with persistent warts. Here is a photo of it. Oh, this is real? Um, yeah, that's, like, it's an actual disease. Oh, wow. And I absolutely hate it. Like, it was one of those things, I Googled it, and I was like, oh, I have to look at the pictures. And I made the browser really small <laughs> and looked at just the first row. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not doing this today. It's just a little too much. Anyway, there's that absolute nightmare feel, and you can change the slide when you're ready. Sure can. Back to science. The scientific community also denies the existence of jackalopes, a.k.a. the Lepis cornutas, a.k.a. the horned hare. Um, They can't confirm that they have secretly made home in countries or national parks, but they believe these magical creatures are just too quick to be caught. So, Checks out. Science says they don't exist. I think they exist. and We just proved they do on the last slide. Yeah, isn't that absolutely terrifying? Mm-hmm. I, I like, speaking of forbidden milk, um, Luma, <laughs> she got like a cyst and that's the one thing with rabbits rabbits will get like cysts oh, yeah. under their skins which are like giant cysts mm-hmm. that was the grossest thing i have ever dealt with <laughs> and i i like good bunny mom it, she got it and i was stressed i went panicked to the vet and they're like oh she's fine here's some medicine and the lady was saying, like, you have to watch them because in, like, her breed and stuff, they can harden and become part of their skull. And I was like, excuse me? So I don't have any doubt about that disease yeah. at all. Like, I don't like that you started a story about cysts with speaking of forbidden milk. Um, that's the episode. So let's just move on. 
to uh, um, to a political agenda we can all get behind. How about that? <laughs> Let's talk politics, people. This is all. This is all for the doppelganger episode. I'm getting back. Yeah, I feel all. that. I feel that. <laughs> so, even though the state quick, so anyway, science is like, nah, we don't believe this. But Wyoming State comes in and they're like, um, we do. So the state quickly adopted this creature as its own, and it still shows much love to it for this very day. But the state legislators still can't quite agree on how they feel about it. So (laughs) for years, they have tried to make the jackalope the mythological creature of Wyoming. In 2005, Representative Edwards put in a bill declaring the jackalope as the official mythical creature of the state. If passed, so it did pass by the House margins of 45 to 12, but the session ended before the Senate could take up the bill, which later died. (laughs) So now, all I can say is who had the audacity not to vote for a jackalope? Like, those 12 votes, I'm disappointed in you. I don't know why. It's adorable and terrifying, the perfect mascot, in my opinion. So I don't know who was like the Debbie Downer that was like, mm, I want to sing now. <laughs> but I think about that. It was a doppelganger. I, I can go by that. So if you go to this next slide, you'll see Edwards sitting down and he has all this jackalope merch <laughs> <laughs> to pass this bill because like it's such a big thing (laughs) and i this is this is some i don't know anything else about him politically but this one thing about him i support a thousand percent (laughs) 2015 was a simpler time we were were voting on whether or not to make jackalopes the uh good old days the the good old days where you could vote for the jackalope. Yeah, I love that he just, yeah, he just brought a bunch with him. Was like, guys, these are real. And they He's like, look at this. Creature. I got two of them. <laughs> I love it so much. And he was like really passionate in how like he put forward. He's like, listen, everyone loves these. So, yeah. um, so updates on it. Last time the bill was presented was in 2015, and just like before it died. Um, it was presented, I think, like, two other times, like, between those dates as well. And it it just dies, like, each time, which just sucks. It's <laughs> but, really disappointing. So it seems like every few years they bring up the bill to make it the state mythological critter. And I say let them. So yeah. regardless of the bill not passing, Douglas, Wyoming considers itself the jackalope capital of the world. And the critter can be found on signs, benches, statues, souvenir shops throughout town. Which makes for a great excuse to visit Douglas, Wyoming. Like, literally, I typed in Douglas, Wyoming, and half the pictures were just jackalope stuff. It's funny. If you live in Douglas, Wyoming, call your local representatives and (laughs) tell them House Bill 101 needs to be passed. Yep. And it needs to happen soon. It's... I... I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never expected Jackalopes to have such a hold on politics. <laughs> I know. Who would have guessed it? 
Jackalopes and Chupacabra. It's like the little devious crit- critters. Who would win I've an noticed. election, though? Ooh, tw- what's the next? What's our next election year? Oh God, is that this year? Well, and it depends on which one. The next next presidential one is twenty twenty four. So twenty twenty four merch. We're gonna have vote Chupacabra as one, and we're gonna have vote Jackalope as another, and we'll just. Cultivate a collection. Fantastic. <laughs> Discover more. <laughs> Done. A representative we can all get behind. <laughs> now, I have one last segment. Um, there wasn't a lot of like historical event stuff, so I want to give you guys some hunting jackalope tips 101. So, if you are so brave and wish to hunt down the jackalope, you'll need to stop by the tourist office in Douglas, Wyoming to pick up your official jackalope hunting license that was created by one of the Douglas brothers. Um, do you want to click on that next slide and check out this bad boy? That's legit. (laughs) This is a legit document. You can print it online if you want one for yourself. (laughs) And... The back of it, I didn't put a picture of the back, but the back tells the origin stories of where the jackalope nice. came from. And Oh, man. If you don't have this license, it's a fine of $13 and or a sentence of 13 months. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, that's a, that's so, a difference. $13 or 13 months. There's well, a, maybe it just aged poorly. Maybe, maybe it would be like $169. Yeah. Well, no, ten dollars is one hundred sixty-nine. So this would be like one hundred eighty. Where there we go. Early going basic up. inflation. Yeah, basic inflation. So something to keep a little note of with this limited non-residential jackalope license is it is only valid on June thirty-first from sunrise to sunset. Oh. <laughs> um. Though many are known to go jackalope hunting during the fall, which is deer and elk season, because um, that's the easiest time to find them, this is when you can legally do it. Even though June 31st isn't a real date, you'll figure it oh, out in yeah. the time. <laughs> was, <I> was just... <laughs> wait a minute. You were like, hmm, you were like counting on your fingers. Yeah, you were like, what is this? Doesn't sound right. I can't figure out what about it. It doesn't sound right. But I also love the fact that they apparently sell a ton of these throughout the year oh, because sure. tourists will just come by it. I would honestly, I can't go there. I feel like I would just drop five hundred on ridiculous yeah, jackalope stuff. I would run out of money real quick. Easy. <laughs> so once you pick up your jackalope license, even if you just print it out because it brings you joy, which I'm going to do on some fancy resume paper because Lord knows we don't really use that in our day and age. <laughs> um, here's some great tips on how to capture one of them. So first, don't underestimate it. The jackalope has super strength, hearing, and speed on its side. That, and they normally travel in packs. So don't let your guard down for these cute critters. <laughs> Second, Wear stovepipes on your legs. That way they can't easily gouge them. And third, which I think will be your favorite and the most important, get some alcohol. These hardcore bunnies like their drinks rough and tough as the early American settlers in the wild, wild west. So grab yourself a bottle of the finest whiskey and leave an offering for the mystical jackalope. It will have them let their guard down so they can come and take a sip. 
Then you have a better chance at capturing one since it will be a little bit tipsy. They love their whiskey. <laughs> Don't we all? And I think that is absolutely adorable. So with these tips, hopefully you'll be one step closer to catching one or even seeing a jackalope firsthand. But be warned, catching one is nearly impossible. They have incredible defensive abilities, their horns can easily pierce through you, and as someone with a pet rabbit that loves playing tag, I can't even imagine how difficult it would be to capture a magical version with antlers. So, (laughs) in closing, whether you are wanting to hunt one for a prize or just see one firsthand, be warned that though adorable, this critter is very dangerous and will not hesitate to throw hands, or in this case, stab you with its antlers. Plus, Camping season is upon us. Mm-hmm. So remember to keep an eye out for these mystical creatures by your campfire and hide your whiskey. And if you sing a song before bed, you may just hear the sounds, the eerie song being sung back to you as you doze off to sleep. That's the jackalope. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> They're, um... That's, they're a little terrifying. They're eight feet yes. tall. They're, they're, they're out for blood. Yes. Hide, hide on June 31st. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, I was actually surprised. There's a little bit more information about them than I thought there was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, I mean, they're the most popular thing in Douglas, Wyoming, the booming town of Douglas, Wyoming. Why wouldn't there be a bunch of information information about them? If we do, if we ever want to do a show there, we cannot show them this episode. No, not this part, not the end. Uh, Any resident, any listeners who are residents of Douglas, Wyoming, I'm I'm just goofing. I'm just, I'm, just, no. I'm just goofing with you. We want to go there, so yeah. <laughs> you know we we want to be yeah. part of it. <laughs> What's not goofing though are these quick announcements before we uh, check out our long alignment chart. Hey, all right, everybody. I kind of want to start saying it's time for the lore report. I don't know. I thought of like a really good one for it, like. A year back, but we'll get there. Maybe one day it will speak to yeah. me again. It's only been dream. a year. It's only been. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, our one-year podversary will be coming up next month. Wow. <laughs> it will be one year of us doing this beautiful chaos of exploring the unknown together. Um, to celebrate, we have some fun things planned. So if you haven't yet, make sure you are following us on all the social meets. So that's Insta, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, YouTube, and Patreon. We are alluring on all of that. I think Instagram is like a luring podcast, but everything else is alluring. You will know it. You'll see the blinking eye. Mm-hmm. That's us. I promise. See that, that is our... That is us. <laughs> and we still got a Discord, and it's growing. And it's awesome because you get to chat with us and others all about folklore encrypted life uh free to join as always plus you get to see what's going wrong uh yeah going around the alluring campgrounds um 
Yeah, and it is free. If you aren't really about those other social media platforms, it's a perfect way to stay up to date with us because it's not really a social media. It's just like a messenger. Uh, join by going to alluring.com or alluring.com slash links. Click on the Discord link and join today. Yes, and if you're wanting to help support the show and get some goodies, um, check out our Patreon. You get behind the scenes, videos of us playing scary games. The most recent ones are us doing Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> they don't go well. Uh, let, let's just say I'm a very run when scared and... <laughs> it's a run and gun game. Kimmy just runs. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ryan and Rowdy both gun and I run and it makes for a great time. So <laughs> come join it. We have coloring pages you can download. So you can color while you listen to episodes, or maybe you're stressed, or maybe you want to like distract the little little campers. Give them a coloring page. Say go for it. And we have like downloadables and even goodies. I'll sometimes send in the mail because I just I love gifts. Gifts giving is my love language. So as a result, you guys get a lot of cool stuff out of it. Um, and it's a great way to show your love. So just send us a few Benjamins. Help support the show and join Patreon, even if it's just $3 a month and you just do it once. Yeah. That helps us out yeah. so much. To be That's clear, like. You don't have to send us a whole Benjamin. No. <laughs> That's a lot. Do, do not put him in an envelope. Yeah. Do not dig up his corpse and put him in an envelope. Yeah, no. That's. That's too much in postage. I don't trust the post, the oh, postal they'd, service they'd that much. Big time. Benjamin would <laughs> it would lost, come in first. <laughs> so again just go check it out everybody um go to patreon.com slash alluring today and we'd love to have you there and i the one we're going to add send us your mothman voices everybody yes do it please uh just send it on discord if you want to email us which is alluring at gmail.com but discord would yep. be easier uh, i want to yep. hear your own hear your voice uh now to the uh alluring alignment chart and we are in unison on this one. I, I tried. I tried. I was looking. I was like, I should be different, but I can't. I almost went lower because. Really? Yeah, just because it's a bunny. Like, bunnies are, are pure chaos. It's a bunny with horns. But I don't think they have any, like, they don't have any rules. Like, they're not, like malicious but they're also like not good so yeah just pure chaotic neutral right yeah no they are i agree it it is bound to happen once every few blue moons is that we'll agree upon one Mm -hmm. of these because i have a pet rabbit and the thing is i feel like jackalopes are a lot like luma there is something I didn't mention. I'm going to mention it now, and maybe that will change it. The difference between Luma and the jackalopes, minus the antler thing, is um, Luma is a herbivore. Uh, jackalopes are carnivores. Yeah. So. It doesn't make them evil. They just got to eat. That's true. Yeah. So. Is a dog evil because it eats me? <laughs> Pablo, get up here. <laughs> no, that being said, after a 10-minute conversation about... Um, forbidden milk i'd move it over to chaotic evil anything that has forbidden milk i don't trust it 
Well, it's only forbidden with all these cowboys trying to milk it. <laughs> so. Still don't trust it. <laughs> it's. I feel. I <laughs> you know, I also wonder if it tastes like horchata. Just okay, like, um, well, that being said, <laughs> um, I'm going to steal Kimmy's part. Thank you so much for listening. To, this has been alluring. I'm going to do the whole thing. Have an alluring day. And we'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legends you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.